It's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about as-seen-on-TV products from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. As-seen-on-TV yep. stuff was huge, especially in the 90s, like late-night infomercials and that kind of stuff. Like yeah. all kinds of stuff being hawked on TV back then. So I, I don't know if your parents cared about you. Mine didn't. So I had... I mean, I say that kind of facetiously, but they didn't care what time. My mom didn't care what time I went to bed, right? So I'm in my room and I got a TV in there. So I'm watching Nick at night, dude. Just like hours and hours and hours of of, of television. And I don't really keep track of time. So it's like, but you know what? You know, it's getting late when it's, when you see Ronco. <laughs> Some late night infomercials, you're like, oh, but then they suck you in, dude. Because you totally want to, I don't know why I was so t- totally into the infomercials, but I'd watch them. I'd watch them from beginning to end. And I'd watch the commercials. I totally would. I never <laughs> did. Never did. I mean, I've no? seen like bits of bits of them. You know, I'll flip through the channels and be like, oh, look, an as seen on TV thing. Uh, but then I'd usually just skip on past. Yeah. I don't really ever, I never really watched them. Well, that's probably because you're normal. That's what normal people do. Mm-hmm. I sit and watch them. So I, I, I know a lot of the products we're going to talk about today. <laughs> All right. Well, we each have four products from the good old As Seen on TV days. So I will give you the honor of going first. So I'm going to talk about first what people probably know this one, the Floby. <laughs> <laughs> the Floby. So it's like the vac. It, it was actually called VacuCut at 1.2 in one of its iterations. But it's an attachment you put on your your vacuum and it'll cut your hair. So it still exists today. It's the Floby Home Haircutting System Ooh. out of Flower Bluff, Texas. It's the Floby Factory Direct. It's still around. Wow, manufactured in Texas, huh? Yeah, there you go. People buy American. Yeah, buy American. It was invented and patented in 1986 by a guy named Rick E. Hunts who was a carpenter in San Diego. And he spent 150 grand of his own money to perfect this, which is like half a million dollars today. And then he started marking it in 1988. um, And he he was selling them out of his garage. And he hit it kind of big with a live demo at a county fair. Then after that, he started doing the, they started doing the infomercials capable of hundreds of precision layered haircuts. Some interesting trivia Floby-like devices are used by astronauts on the International Space Station because they don't want their little hair particles floating around, that like makes getting sense. into electronics. That makes perfect sense. Floby can groom long-haired dogs with a special attachment. Um, I don't this think was... my dog would have been very happy if I attempted to like cut her hair with a vacuum and clippers. <laughs> no, dude, your dog would have been pissed. Yeah, your dog like, would have been I will pissed. fuck you up. Get that thing away from me. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think any dog likes vacuums, so I don't I don't know how well that does, but you could. They have an attachment for it. So this was spoofed by Wayne's World, you might remember that, the suck cut scene. <laughs> it's sucking my will to live. It certainly does suck. But get this, bro, 2020, George Clooney came out of the closet and said he used he's been using a Floby for 22 years and he still uses it. Yeah. Wow. You know, to be honest, he doesn't have the coolest of haircuts. So I can kind of see that, especially like back in the day, it was a very 
uncool haircut. Yeah, it was all very a little too re- regular, like a vacuum might have cut it, kind of bowl cut looking. But uh, he could do what he wants because he's like a very he's handsome, like, Hollywood movie star. I, yeah. I can't get away with that. But see, I think a Floby would work good for your hair. I think you should Floby well, it because there's not much of it. And you keep it reasonably even lengthed around. Like I couldn't yeah. do it because I like I'm very specific about like the length of the sides and the back and the top. And like I got my hair cut today and I was like, do not chop off all my hair. Like whatever you do, do not chop off all of my hair. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like when it, like because the guy that normally cuts my hair wasn't there. So I had to get somebody different. Oh. To do it. Well, yeah. you're the actor guy. I'm just a yeah. mouthpiece. So <laughs> I can look weird. Doesn't yeah. matter. I am weird. I sound weird. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing I'll say about this is there was a big boom during the COVID-19 lockdown of Floby sales. In fact, they had sold, they sold out and then uh, Rick kind of closed down the plant after they sold out and said, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want my workers to be in peril. So what we sold is what we sold. That makes sense. That's it. The Floby, the haircut system that uses your vacuum that is still around today, 150 bucks back in the day. I don't know how much it is now, but you can still get one. Well, my first item is called Great Looking Hair. And it's not hair, by the way. It will give you great looking hair with advertisements like just spray GLH on and it instantly covers your bald spot. It's not paint, folks, or cover up. It's an amazing powder that clings to the tiniest hairs on your head. It builds on itself, leaving you with great looking hair. So if anyone saw these ads it's literally a can that looks like a can of spray paint and what they do is they go to the bald spot and spray it and it looks like they're spraying paint on the person's bald spot (laughs) and it's so bad like you watch the commercials and there's like some dude with like this long hair in the back and then like and then he's talking as they're spraying and i was like hey the babes are back man the babes are back And there's like other people like, I can't believe how well it works. This is fantastic. Like my friend was making fun of my hair. Now look at me now, man. Look at me now. (laughs) You know what the sad thing is, is I used to laugh at that commercial. Like we're laughing now, Mm -hmm. but nowadays I'm actually like interested in LH. Yeah. So I didn't know that it was a powder. I I honestly thought it was like a, like a paint, but yeah, it's a powder that I guess attaches to what hair you have Mm. and fills it in. And supposedly it doesn't wash off super easily. So I guess that's a good thing. You can join the GLH club uh, and, uh, or you could back then and get like uh, this. um, It was the cleaner. It had like this stuff that you put on after the cleaner called a, a finishing shield. It had its own cleanser that you get. And that was all part of the club. And you could order for only $39.92 and you get $15 trim comb for free with that first Ooh. order. Nice. $15 trim comb for free. Do they sell it still? So they do not sell the great looking hair, but what you can get is good looking hair. <laughs> well. of great looking hair. And if you go to the glh.biz website, it looks like it was designed in 1995 by some guy who basically just took some HTML class and was like, okay, I'm going to get some of these canned products. Uh, we'll order them from some factory in China. We'll charge people $14.95 per can and we'll throw it online. And, uh, you know, they could pay by PayPal or credit card. Uh, well, if I can't get great, I guess I'll have to settle for good. Also available for women, by the way. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nice. You can have like spray parties with your partner. 
Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do you if you do me. Okay. Yeah, honey. let's spray each other, baby. Let's do it. Let's spray our hair. <laughs> My next really? one is the smokeless ashtray. So it's a Ronco product. Many of these are. Um, there's actually a book out there called But Wait, There's More. That's a story of the Ronco people, the brothers that did Ronco. I guess his brother made a lot of, like engineered a lot of the devices and Ronco would be, Ron be the one who sells them. Well, this was the first one they actually bought out. The first invention they bought in 1974. And it promised to suck up smoke before it filled the room. So if your mom and grandma are like mine, they go and they smoke in the house and it's smoky everywhere. And they're basically killing their children because, you know, it's totally okay in the in the in the eighties to smoke indoors and kill right. your kids. Yeah, we know it's not bad. It's good for us, but it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not fun. gonna yeah. But you know, if you wanna if you wanna pretend to care, then you can, you know, and but you 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 still wanna smoke indoors, you can get the smokeless ashtray. So you put your cigarette on the ashtray and it kind of sucks up the the secondhand smoke. And it sold like one million units in the seventies and sold into the eighties. So I, I really dig the commercial. <laughs> are, are you bothered by other people's smoke? Does it hurt your eyes? Put an end to to this unpleasantness. <laughs> or you could just not smoke indoors. Hey, how about go outside and smoke, jackasses? <laughs> are you feel do you feel guilty about taking years off your children's lives? Yeah, buy this product. It makes indoor smoking much better. I should have seen this when I was a child and my mother smoked in the house and got her this for like a holiday present or something like that. Cause yeah, my parents smoked in the house and in the car, the car was the mm -hmm. worst. Cause they like have the windows rolled up except for like a little crack at the top. And you're like, yeah, that helps. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, this had a car and home models, Ooh, they had a cool. car model and a home model. Yeah. So why do people not get this anymore? Do people just not smoke in the house anymore? Well, probably. I don't, I think that's pretty frowned upon these days as, as well as should be. Hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't think that they sell it anymore, probably because people just don't smoke in the house anymore. I mean, there's probably a subset of people who still do, but th there's those people just outdated. Like they don't care anyways. They're like, well, I don't give a shit. Well, my, my mom, grandma, they didn't have a smokeless ashtray because they didn't give a shit. Right. They're like, well, well back then, of course, my yeah. smoke is good for me. It's good for you. <laughs> Right. So I don't think that they sell it anymore because I think that people generally don't smoke indoors anymore. It's kind of like frowned upon. Yeah. People develop better habits. Makes yeah. Sense. That's mm -hmm. good. That's good. All right. Well, for my next one, I'm going to start by saying this. Cha 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 chia. <laughs> and this is, of course, the chia pet, the worldwide phenomenon that you can get chia zombies, chia duck dynasty, chia Barack Obama, chia. Animals, Chia, Star Wars characters, Chia, Bob Ross, Chia, and you can get a Chia tree, by the way, just in case you're wondering. And of course, the first Chia that sold really well, which was actually a Chia, um, where's my notes here? Yeah, so the first one was called Chia Guy, but it didn't really become super popular until 1982 when they released the Chia Ram. Oh. And that was the big wildly, widely distributed. That was the big wild. That wildly was the big distributed. You want me to read and talk at the same time? I can't read my notes and talk. Yeah, so that was the big one that kind of got it on. So the Chia Pet is marketed by a guy named Joe Pettick, 
uh, owner of Joseph Enterprises. And it wasn't his idea. He actually developed it from going to a housewares show in Chicago where he learned about the Chia Pet from a Canadian company. He then bought the rights to market the Chia Pet. And then he went to Osaka, Mexico and learned a bit about like chia seeds and their pottery creation and that kind of stuff and started releasing the chia pet funny enough it was manufactured in mexico now it is manufactured in china of course so as of 2019 approximately 15 million chia pets were sold annually most sales during the holidays i bought my sister a chia pet for christmas one year yeah my yeah. buddy at work had a, chia, a Bob Ross Chia Pet. Yeah, I think the Bob but Ross one is popular. <laughs> his plant matter was all jacked up, so it was all irregular, and some of it was dead. So it looked like vagrant Bob Ross. <laughs> he looked like he just walked out of the encampment in Seattle, like. <laughs> I was like, dude, what's wrong with your? Bob it's like, Ross how can chia you mess pet, up a man? Chia Pet? It's like water sprouts. That's it. <laughs> He's all jacked up. <laughs> Bob Ross had a bad night. <laughs> and what's funny about it is they are that popular, but really, how often have you seen Chia Pets in a person's house? I got my sister that one. I don't think she ever did anything with it. I don't recall Here's ever seeing what happens, bro, is people get it for gifts for people and people are like, oh, thank you. And then it goes in a closet never to be seen again yeah. until like they take it to the thrift store years later. That's what happens. So Chia Pets are all like all over the thrift stores and stuff because nobody ever grows them. Or it and gets re-gifted to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, last little nifty thing about this. 1999, the New York Times built a time capsule, a massive time capsule sculpture, and filled it with iconic things from the 20th century. One of the things that was put in that time capsule to be opened in the year 3000 is a Chia Pet. Wow, 3000? Yeah, the year 3000. And, and they're going to open it up and be like, plant life. <laughs> they're going to be fighting <laughs> a war over the Chia Pet. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, plant it's alive. Life. There's also a can of Spam in there, by the way. So they'll also have some food that they can dig into. Yeah. Good job. Post-apocalyptic time capsule. <laughs> That's right pretty on. much what it is. Yeah. So my next one is called the Phone Relief Ultimate Hands-Free Headset. No Ooh. CODs. So this commercial, it's hard to find information on this because the co the commercial is so viral now, the TV commercial, because it looks like a parody. It looks like something that you see on Saturday Night Live because it just, it aged that way. So it's this Velcro headset thing you you attach to your, your corded phone or even works on cordless phones too, because you had those back then. But it's got it. It work. It also works great with stereotypical '90s age and gender roles. So the commercial has mom cooking, and her phone falls in the mixing bowl. She's like, "Oh, how come I even solve this problem?" Or she's like doing carrots and dropping her phone out of her ear. Dad's waxing the car and grilling, but he drops his shit too in the grill. You know, the the teen daughter's doing her nails. Um, grandma's knitting. So all the stereotypical family members are doing stereotypical family things. And how are they going to solve the problem of like having the phone kind of between their ear and shoulder? They get this headset to attach their phone to it and then problem solved, man. So yeah, their thing was no more pain in the neck, <laughs> in the neck, 
That's kind of funny. <laughs> so this commercial is viral now because it's hilarious. It's outdated and it's stereotypical. It was serious, but it looks like it looks like like it's a, a parody off Saturday Night Live. I, I think it's kind of a good idea. I just you know it's not really valid anymore. That's all. Well, you can attach your cell phone to it in some way and Velcro your cell phone to your head. Yeah. I think it's kind of a good idea. People don't think so, but I mean, they don't sell this thing anymore. I don't oh, think, but, but they also have the headsets nowadays too, with the ear pods and all that. They're, and I've noticed most people when they're talking on the phone now, they either put it on speaker or they're doing a video call, which is yeah. really annoying when you're in public and somebody's having a video call with somebody else. It's like, seriously, like, you oh, know, I get into fights with people on the bus about so that. Yeah, I call people out. I'm that guy. So if you're around me and you're going to have a loud ass video call, you can expect a visit from me. I hate that. But yeah, I think those people should get the Phone Relief Ultimate Hands Free Headset, $1295, Box Ooh. 4188, Omaha, Nebraska, 350 shipping and handling. No CODs. The hell no is CODs, CODs, huh? No, I don't know what a COD is. But Credit on delivery. So they like send it to you. And then basically you pay when it arrives, oh. but you have to pay like a, a credit on delivery, like fee or whatever. So I'm guessing there's the potential that they could send it to you and then you're like, refuse it and it gets sent back and then they're stuck eating the cost of the credit on delivery. Oh, well, they don't want to do that. Day. <laughs> yeah, but that's the phone relief, ultimate hands-free headset. I think it's a good idea. I get one. I wouldn't because I don't like talking to people on the phone as it is. <laughs> <laughs> then they'd be like, just use your headset, Milo. Put your Velcro your phone to your ear and then we can have a conversation. I'm like, no. And then you could like, you could wax your car or, or, or be on the grill like a proper man. Hands free. <laughs> Hands free. While your wife is, you know, in the mixing bowl. <laughs> so kids, you have probably heard this line at some point in your life. I've fallen and I can't get up. But you might not know where this actually came from, but you're going to learn now. And it was by a company called Life Call. And this was from a commercial where a woman falls down in her bathroom and she presses a little device that she wears around her neck. And then she says the words, I've fallen and I can't get up. I can't get up. <laughs> And then a alert system notifies some guy in a call center. And then the guy in the call center sends out emergency help. And so that's basically what this is. It's by life call. And imagine if you went to your Alexa. So you go, Alexa, I've fallen and I can't get up. That's basically what this does. And then Alexa would know to contact emergency services. The difference is, of course, this went to a real life person instead of an automated system. Went so to the company. Exactly. Person. Yeah. The call center. A funny thing, a little, the woman who played this, they did different versions of this commercial. And apparently there was one of the commercials where they actually have her falling, but <laughs> the woman didn't do the fall. They brought in a stunt person to do the fall. <laughs> <laughs> on this particular commercial. So the main commercial that you see, she's actually already down on the ground, but there's another one where she falls and they get the they get a they get a stunt person to do it. So this catchphrase showed up on like t-shirts, novelty records, Weird Al Yankovic parried it in one of his songs. I'm sure Saturday Night Live has parried this as well. And there's a new, so that company has gone out of business, Life Call. But there is a new company that does offer something similar called Life Alert. Their catchphrase is help 
I've fallen and I can't get up. Very <laughs> different <laughs> to not, you know, get in trouble for the other one. So help, I've fallen and I can't get up. There you go, kids. So it, the, the concept behind it I actually do like, which is, especially in the 80s or 90s, like if somebody's elderly, they, they live alone or they need special assistance, they can actually have some way of quickly getting help without needing to go, you know, drag themselves to the phone or something like that. So it is a great device, as much fun as we make of it. It just is a hilarious commercial as well. <laughs> can you imagine being a stunt woman? Like in Hollywood and, and you're like, yeah, I'm a stunt woman. And then people are like, oh, that's badass. What kind of movies have you done? What kind of stunts have you done? And she's like, yeah, I did the, I just got done doing the life alert, like old lady falling down stunt. That's yeah. that's what I do. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> where's so, where my, where my career gone? Yeah, good, good for you on that stunt. <laughs> good job. I love that commercial. Yeah. You'd be like, you know, falling's harder than it looks. <laughs> It's probably like Cynthia Rothrock or something. So my last one here is Mr. Microphone, which you could get at Woolworths or Montgomery Ward for twelve eighty eight. Ooh, both of those places are out of business now. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're gone, dude. I remember my grandma loved Montgomery, Montgomery Ward. Yeah, we used to live not far from a Woolworth. Yeah, but uh, it was invented in the seventies, but sold throughout the eighties, and it's a short range radio transmitter. And it broadcasts to local uh, the local uh, FM radio. So people were fascinated because they heard their voice on the radio. <laughs> it was a huge deal to people back then. And there's a 70s commercial. And part of it is this, this kid rolls up in a convertible. And he's got the Mr. Microphone and a big radio. And he's like, hey, good looking. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> and he's all 70s looking afro dude like but a white guy afro and he's like hey and, and then there's another one where people were at a party and they're like this party's lame we need to liven it up so they hook up mr microphone and they start singing in mr microphone keep in mind this isn't like a, a karaoke machine you just hear your voice through the radio so it's like <laughs> it just picks up on that frequency. Yeah, and it's not you're not singing the music or anything. It's just you, but you, your voice coming through the radio, which I guess was it's really kind of stupid, but I guess it's kind of a novelty because back then, if you heard your heard your voice on the radio, which was a, that was a big deal, like my voice actually coming through the radio. Wow. Um, but that's all it did. You know, and it's great family fun. We just all get a bunch of Mr. Microphones and sing together and it'll come through the radio and it'll sound just as shitty as it as it does without it, but more fun to have it come through the radio. I had a, I think it was a cousin that got one. And I remember being over like for their, their house on like a holiday or something like that. And as we were just little kids and thinking it was the coolest thing of like, da -da -da -da, and we're, you know, making noise and talking and, you know. <laughs> fake interviews and singing yeah. and stuff. Like, you yeah. start cussing. Oh, look, they're cussing on the radio. <laughs> you going to do FCC? <laughs> yeah. No, I think we were too little to understand cussing at that point or, or to, to be daring enough to, <laughs> Your to not cuss. Busted. Yeah. <laughs> Figured we'd get in trouble. Now I would. My last one. Pitcher, a knife, cutting through a tomato, and then cutting through an aluminum can. 
and then cutting through some bread and then cutting <laughs> through some wood and then cutting through the tomato again. Oh my gosh. How amazing is this product? And wow. how much would you pay for this product? Huh? I'd pay a lot. That's yeah, I bet you would, because this is amazing. It never loses its sharpness. But before you answer how much you would pay, just wait, because it also comes with a matching fork to make what? carving a pleasure. But wait, there's much, much more. <laughs> we also want you to have this six in one kitchen tool. Now, how much would you pay for all of these items, Jamie? Mm. Um, $19.95. Wait, wait, wait. Because we will also give you a set of six precision steak knives to go with this. And to make this offer completely irresistible, we will give you a spiral slicer tool. Now, Jamie, how much would you pay for all this amazingness? I don't know. Just shut up and take my money. I'll give you whatever you want. I'm sure it ends in 90. I'm sure it ends in 99, though. You're so close. No, you get all of this for only $9.95, plus shipping and handling. And I am talking about the amazing Ginzu knives. Wow, that was only 10 bucks? All that? that was only 10 bucks, dude. I know. Like, that was in 1980. That was a 1980 commercial that oh, I pulled wow. that off of. So in 1980, you could get all of that for $9.95. And uh, the Ginsu knife really, so I was joking, but the Ginsu knife really was the big one that created that stereotypical infomercial that we think <laughs> of now with the, but wait. <laughs> And there's more. <laughs> no, nope, not yet. But wait, there's still more. <laughs> That's the Ginsu knife. Um, they still make them. You can still go to Ginsu.com and get knives and other like items that they sell on that. Uh, they uh, were originally located in uh, Fremont, Ohio, under a company named called Quicket. But that didn't sound quite as cool. So they're like, we need some cool Japanese sword sounding thing. And they came up with Ginsu knives as for marketing. Well, Japan was cool back then too in the 80s, right? It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you could get this with that whole catch more. And it, it, it drew people in. They're like, oh man, I get all of that for only 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you could get it. You mentioned credit on delivery. You could do credit on delivery for a Ginsu knife. So. Don't pay till it arrives with credit on delivery. But if you want to avoid that credit on delivery, just send $9.95 to this address or your credit card information. Yeah. Well, you get oh, through the mail. number. Yeah. Call 1-800 and give them your credit card number mm -hmm. or, or send it through the mail P.O. box. <laughs> exactly. Omaha, Nebraska. It's always in <laughs> Omaha. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're still manufactured in the U.S. So again, support American Ginzu knives. In 1993, you might remember the name Lorena Bobbitt. She used a Ginsu knife to sever her husband's penis while he slept. Did she use a Ginsu for real? <laughs> according to that. this thing that I read, yeah, according to Wikipedia, she did That's indeed. the most 90s thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh. It yep. is sharp then. Holy smokes. It's, it's amazing, dude. It cuts through bread. It cuts meat. It cuts, it goes yeah, it through frozen meat. food as if it were melted butter. And it's still sharp enough to chop a tin can. 
I remember that it's in my head. Just two of them, though. It's the tomato, the tin can and the tomato are the ones I remember most. That's the ones I remember as well. Yeah. So uh, they're manufactured in Walnut Ridge, Arkansas. Nice. Mm -hmm. Support American Japanese knives, Japanese American knives. That's American right. knives with Japanese names. Get yourself some uh, Ginzu knives and a uh, Flobie. Go America. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go look up whether I can buy this stuff now. I totally want to buy this stuff now. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of want a Ginsu knife, truthfully. Uh, out of, out well, of After the Lorena Bobbitt thing, I don't know about that now. Kind of scares me. And I kind of want a Mr. Microphone, too. I'm going to see if I can track one of those down on eBay. I don't think they make those anymore. But I kind of, I'll be, I won't lie. I kind of want that, that hairspray. See, see, see what it can do for me, bro. <laughs> see how it works. We'll get you some of the hairspray and we'll do a little video for the YouTube channel. Yeah. We'll <laughs> see, see how it works. See how well this works. Okay. Folks, it is time to end the show. But wait, there's more. If you give us a review on Apple Podcast, we might read out that review on a later episode and praise you for it. But wait, wait, there's more, more. If you follow us on Twitter at the 80s and 90s com, you will stay updated on what we have coming out and enjoy all the amazing gifts or gifs, if you prefer, that Jamie posts on a regular basis. But wait, there's even more. If you follow us on the YouTube channel, the 80s and 90s Overlooked, you can pleasure yourself while looking at our handsome faces as we <laughs> review Overlooked movies. And you can get all this for the low, low price of free. That's right, just click on the links in the show notes below to follow us or go to Apple Podcast to rate us for the low, low price of nothing. Terms and conditions may apply. <laughs>